Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is January the 12th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Be a unique beast. Fitting in is overrated. Here's the unique beast shirt. And by the way, someone else is using my term. We'll get into that in a second. One day closer to a trillion dollar market cap. Only the beginning. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin in motion. Five digit realm. Oh, I'm offended by selling today. Compete, don't complain. Hello, my elite friends. Check out all my recent shows. They're linked to below. They've been on the backup channel. Oh, yeah. I'm back on the main channel again. So go to disruptmeister.com. It's really simple. If you think, oh, where's Adam been? I've been on the backup channel and disruptmeister.com has all the videos there now. So if you missed any, and you probably did, and if you still don't grasp the concept, well, get some listening comprehension. All right. So another day, another, well, no, it's not another all-time high. Hey, man, I, I, I love I love these uh, all time high times, but of course, of course, we have corrections. So if you have questions, I have answers. You can ask about the corrections. Hey, we're not rushed today for once. I do want to go running after this. I'm in beautiful Miami, and I've already decided to extend my stay here until March the 24th, and, and I will go back to Baltimore for Passover then. So I'm going to be here a while. I like it. It's lively. We'll talk about that on another show. So it's a savings account, people. There, there are a lot of newbies out there. That are, I mean, there's one guy actually contacted me and was freaked out by the price drop. Come on, man. Newbies are going to noob, but this is what Bitcoin is all about, dude. When we go up crazy, up into the 40,000 realm, of course it's going to come back down again, okay? You don't you don't sell then. You don't get into short-term capital gains issues, which we're going to talk about in a second. So yeah, and another, and to put it in perspective, if you need strengthening of the hand, okay, that when Bitcoin will probably have a big crash in uh, 2022, okay, from some unbelievably awesome high, and it'll probably be crashed down to $60,000. We're not even to the point where Bitcoin's going to crash down to yet in the next, uh, if, if the pattern uh, stays true. I mean, who knows with all the money printing that's going on and uh, th- that we will even have a major uh, 2018 style or 20. 2014 style crash again. Who knows? But it, it will probably be from six digit round back down to 60K. We're not even to where it's going to crash to. So a reminder, 30 Bitcoin, 30 Bitcoin make you a millionaire. Pound that like button. This week in Bitcoin is linked to below. Uh, best guess in the space. I don't know if I'm going to be able to upload it. <laughs> I, I do upload the This Week in Bitcoin shows that are on the backup channel here, usually when I get uh, sent to my backup channel. But the one that was this week that had Ken Bozak on it, he was cursing so much. I don't know if I can upload it here at, at least until, well, until February. And there's a reason for that. But it, go watch. Ken was on. And who else was on? Ken Brady and Denver Bitcoin. It's linked to below. DisruptMeister.com. TechVault.com also. And, of course, you get all this information, you know, uh, on Twitter, you find, I know, I know Twitter's doing some bad things. T E C H B A L T. That is where I am on Twitter. 
and you you can find out wherever this it might be an audio podcast form that's linked to below to the latest audio podcast only show that i've done and of course linked to below is every weekday i do a tiktok for coin beast and my latest tiktok is it's only 15 seconds if you there's somewhat i mean if if you want to get energized, I guess that's a good way to wake up in the morning. You see me screaming at you about Bitcoin for 15 seconds. It's, uh, it is what it is, but uh, I, I had fun making them. I, I'll say that. Uh, so all the deplatforming talk out there, whether it be financial uh, deplatforming or just pure social media deplatforming, uh, a lot of people are tweeting about it, talking about it, and they're bringing up the, the financial deplatforming aspect which is, hey, if a bank doesn't like your, your politics, a bank doesn't like what you uh, did on uh, social media one day, they're not going to do business with you. Uh, you're not going to be able to uh, use PayPal anymore. You're not going to be able to use uh, the Super Chat anymore. Who knows? Uh, but there are entities out there that want to be woke and show the world that, oh, no, we're, we don't deal. We want to ruin these. Uh, we want to ruin these people financially. And, and people cheer them on. I mean, it, 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 it's un, unbelievable. People are cheering on the financial ruin of people. I mean, they, they don't, it's not compete. It's compete, don't complain, but they complain. They don't that into competition. But the thing is, Bitcoin beats the financial deplatforming, okay? And there are quite a few people that are showing, uh, posting about that you know, Bitcoin is the solution. If you just value your wealth in Bitcoin, you set up a situation where you have a Bitcoin address you're not relying on banks. You can't become financially deplatformed. Okay. Now there's so many people that that are just so intertwined with mainstream society, and they want to fit in. They're, they're not going to wake up. They're not going to deal with it. But I, I'll say this: um, we've already heard about someone uh, who's been financially deplatformed. I, I don't know if I'm even allowed to talk about him on on, uh, on my main channel anymore. Uh, according to you know, you you never know what YouTube's going to do. But you know, he he holds a position of power. An elected position of power, he, he's getting deplatformed uh, financially uh, by by. But and so it's only going to take and, and more people. This is going to happen to more and more people. I mean, it's already happened to plenty of people through PayPal, etc. And it's only going to take one prominent person to be financially deplatformed. And 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 instead of going the panic mode, just saying, "Oh, I got Bitcoin. This is the solution. This is the solution." And this is very good for Bitcoin. It's very good for Bitcoin that some people are just not going to be use, able to use banks anymore or any of the traditional financial rails. They're not going to be able to use them anymore. And you, we don't know how how deep this is going to go. It, it, it might go – you might just be a regular Joe Schmo with a YouTube channel and you might end up on, on the list, okay? Uh, guilty until uh, proven innocent in, in the financial realm. But Bitcoin defeats that, all right? And – once people can grasp that concept, it will it will help pump Bitcoin some more. And it's a very legitimate reason to use Bitcoin. It is uncensorable. And people are learning the true meaning of that now. Really, when when such when people of you know elected officials of in charge of most powerful countries on the earth uh, are being deplatformed uh, with it, financially and socially. Um, OK. And so. There you go. I so I turn I spin something that's a negative for most people into a positive. This is great. By the way, gr thanks to CS2 uh, for the monthly podcast support, avoiding YouTube, avoiding sending money through YouTube. You guys can do the super chat now. I I, I don't care. Uh, I'm back here on super chat. But he another option is linked to below. If you feel like doing a super chat, you could do support me over at the podcast. 
uh, audio podcast, which is done through Anchor. And that's uh, and Anchor deals with uh, that's uh, Spotify. It's basically the same thing. They're owned by. And uh, yeah, you can do a monthly uh, contribution there and avoid uh, YouTube taking their, their piece of, of the pie. And that is linked to below how you can do that. Institutional investors unfazed by Bitcoin price crash. And, and that's not surprising at all. All right. That's not, now I, I'm going to link to everything below eventually. Some of it's linked to below if you're watching this live right now. Pound that like button if you're watching it live or taped, of course. Uh, but yeah, it's no shock that institutions that control insane amounts of money, they don't panic when there's a quote unquote a Bitcoin crash. All right. We can normies, they are panic. They did panic. They panic. And it's hilarious that they're, they're making the rich richer when they sell at, and then they get back in at a higher price. They're selling to the wealthy people, to the to the, to the uh, institutional investors. That That's what's happening. And I, I've reminded you of this, but I'm going to remind you again, okay? Uh, newbies are going to noob, as I said before. And strong handers, right here, strong handers. I mean, I am laughing at this stuff. It down to $30,000 on Monday. Okay, it, it dropped $10,000 like in 24 hours or something like that. And we knew this was going to happen. We talked about $10,000 candles. To live in this gold, this golden age era where something like that can happen is, is just amazing. And uh, what was I doing on Monday? I was making my TikTok. I was booking my flight back to Baltimore for March 24th. I didn't give a darn. And by the way, $49 on Southwest from Miami to Baltimore, uh, March 24th. That is a uh, what a good deal. <laughs> and that's why uh, that's the rich get richer when they, uh, you know, you, you, you plan ahead. You, you get a great flight back to Baltimore. You're in motion. Most people are scared to go on a plane now, apparently. I mean, you guys are subsidizing my uh, my cheap flights. It's, it's great. I, I'm getting richer through you guys. Being, you, know, not you. I, I hope no one that's hiding in their basement is watching this, but some probably are. Just want to just want to put it put it out there for you people now. So, yeah, this this correction was expected. They don't they don't get it. The normies don't don't get that. This is this is Bitcoin. This is where the big boys play. If you can't take you can't if you're disappointed that it was 40,000 and now it's 30,000 and now it's 35,000, 33,000. And then it and now it takes 30 Bitcoin to be a, a millionaire. I mean, you make you have no logic or reason. I mean, it just a month ago, it was it never been above 20,000 before. All right. So you listen I'm, for you guys watching live. I'm putting in the uh, chat there. Uh, to listen to my Monday or whatever day it was, the podcast, the audio only podcast that I did. Some people who listen to it, you you might have a due to an editing issue. You must you might have missed uh, four minutes of it. Um, it's that four minutes is there now. It was about uh, crypto dividends, actually. So if you listen to that po audio only podcast and didn't hear about crypto dividends, you should uh, listen to it again. And I actually, on the audio version of the show you're currently watching, I think I'm going to put it, that clip at the end of the show, just for the people who missed it the other day. There's there's probably a, a substantial amount of people who missed it because uh, there was an editing uh, mistake. Anyway, uh, going back to the news at hand here. Uh, what is this one we got here? Uh, and I, I didn't even I didn't even do a show about the, the, the I mean, I've lived through this so many times where the weak hands are say it's the end of the world. They don't, the simple concept, I, I, I did mention it on the podcast, I guess. Uh, the simple concept is this, dudes. Bitcoin always returns to its all-time high, okay? So you're like, you're scared out of your, you know what, that it's down to 30,000. Oh, and it might go back into the 20s. You do understand that the 42,000 all-time high, 
that's going to be broken one day. So why, why get into short-term capital gains taxes and all that? And uh, here's a reminder, uh, and I, this, this might be a little inaccurate now, but it will be accurate again. Around 1% of the money in the world is now held in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. Okay. And it's because uh, the, the, the cryptocurrency market cap is now worth uh, a trillion dollars. So, okay, around 1% of the, that's impressive. Um, around 1% of all the money in the world is now held in Bitcoin, Ethereum, and other cryptocurrencies. I think it's probably a little less than 1%. Now it definitely is a little less than 1%. Still, it's, uh, it's making its mark. It's, it's making its mark. It's, it's, uh, that one percenter term, it, it means a lot more than it used to to me. Anyway, so uh, let's, uh, let's look, at, uh, look at the year chart for Bitcoin. It is so freaking beautiful, okay? You start off on January 1st of 2020 to now. I mean, that's a little bit over a year now. <laughs> uh, it is so beautiful. You see it there? Oh, boom, baby. And we knew during a halving year, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like going into the next year. We lived through, I lived through 2016 before. I told you all, I told all of you, yet we can sold on March the 12th and got, got me to have two more Bitcoin, which cost me a total of a little over $10,000 on that day. Uh, which I love to remind people of because, uh, well, you can do the math. Now, uh, it's, it's quite, 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 a, quite a paper profit, but I value my wealth in Bitcoin. I'm just happy I have two more Bitcoin than I did uh, on March 11th. <laughs> so Lingham, what's he got out here? And yeah, by the way, you know, we're talking about the, the market cap of, of uh, all of cryptocurrency being a trillion dollars. We're one day closer to the Bitcoin's market cap being a trillion dollars. That will happen. Bitcoin's market cap will be ahead of Apple's one day, which is uh, uh, $2.1 trillion. OK, so uh, have a st- that should keep your hand pretty darn strong there. Uh, have you? This is great from Vinny Lingham. This is so good. Have you noticed that nobody is really protesting for an audit of the Fed balance sheet anymore? They're just buying up Bitcoin and keeping quiet. <laughs> so I, I think it's about you know b- before Bitcoin came out, uh, around the time of the uh, what were those uh, uh, Occupy Wall Street uh, uh, protest where they were they were uh, trying to vilify glorious one percent uh, producers of the world. Anyway, during that time, there was always up, there was like a crescendo of, of talk about we, we got to audit the Fed, we got to see what they're secretly doing, all the all the money printing, how much is how much is being really sent to the government, blah blah blah. Oh, they, they're ruining our dollar. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, it's a joke now. It's, it's all out in our faces, dudes. I mean, the, the next president is gonna is gonna give everybody two thousand dollar check. Um, I mean, the current president wanted to give everybody a $2,000 check. We're getting $600 checks. We knew on March the 12th we were going to get so many checks. That's why I immediately used my – I used my check to buy that Bitcoin before I even got my check, okay? It's a, so who cares what, what corruption is going on on the Fed? It's a joke. It's a joke now. If you're wor- – I mean, that, that's just like crying instead of buying. That really is crying if you're still – and no one's stuck on that. I don't hear anyone talking about that. Crying about the Fed d- does nothing. Buying Bitcoin, you don't have to worry about what the heck is going on the, on the Fed. Buying Bitcoin is say, is putting up your middle finger at all the, all the money printing that is going on out there. And whatever corruption may be going on at the Fed, uh, in the Senate, in the, whatever, in, the, in, in any, anywhere, okay? There you go. So it, it is funny uh, that it's, it, it's come to this. But, uh, yeah, if, if someone's like, what's the reason of auditing the Fed anymore? I mean, you, you still value your wealth in dollars? You're still in that? You're still in the fiat realm? I mean, that is for the normies. That is for the, 
the 80 percenters, okay, who want to fit in. Now, it's we we better money has been created since the audit the Fed movement was created. Okay, it's it's obsolete now because that Bitcoin actually doing something instead of screaming about and it was you know it was a valid topic. It's a valid topic. I mean, it was a valid topic to to talk about the you know the the Federal Reserve, what was going on, private banks, public banks, this, that, and the other. But and, and you know, if you if you want to write theoretical papers, okay, yeah. But now, no, the, the answer, the solution was Bitcoin. It came about now with twelve years ago. Hey, you crypto dividend fans, Rhombus will launch today. I heard. Not that it really matters. Uh, that much. I, I think you're going to be able to claim it whenever. I have not looked into really claiming it yet, but people have asked. Rhombus is an airdrop crypto dividend that is apparently coming out today. Uh, so what, it's rhom.com now? I don't even know what there, it was rhom.io. Hoffman, Andy Hoffman tweets about it. Go uh, go over there. Uh, all right. Uh, Michael Saylor, he, uh, he has a tweet out there. MicroStrategy on February 3rd and 4th, MicroStrategy will host Bitcoin. And, and guys, if you have questions, type in Bitcoin Meister or do a super chat. Uh, well, MicroStrategy will, will host uh, for corporations. What is this? MicroStrategy will host for corporations. Join our officers, industry luminaries, and strategic vendors for a free online accelerated course in Bitcoin strategy and tactics to grow your company and create shareholder value. Hey, he is straight up targeting corporations who have a lot of money, who value their wealth in dollars and, and are trying to convert them to Bitcoin. Good for him, man. He talks the talk. He walks the walk. He buys the buy, buying over crying. It's unbelievable what this dude does. So, uh, yeah, corporations, he's don't let the don't let the corporations beat you, dudes. I mean, you guys should have already been in Bitcoin before these corporations. You, were, you should have been in Bitcoin before Michael Saylor. <laughs> I know I was now. <laughs> this, these rougher guys over in uh, the UK who have invested into Bitcoin, all right? Good for them. They, they, they put their money where their mouth was. They have a report that was out there. And uh, in the report, and I, I will link to it below, I forgot to, I retweeted the BitMEX tweet about it so you can see it, but I'll, I'll link to it below. There was a very interesting quote and they used a very interesting term and they were describing Bitcoin. So it makes you wonder where they got this term from. Maybe you guys can answer me. We have been watching it for a long time, talking about Bitcoin. And our judgment is that it is a unique beast as an emerging store of value, blending some of the benefits of technology and gold. They call Bitcoin a unique beast. So, I mean, if you guys are watching, you're welcome for, for the term. And everything. Uh, I mean, it's very flattering if you got it from here. I would assume you got it from here. <laughs> it's quite a, quite an interesting term, and uh, you don't really hear it out there in the financial world. And you hear it about Bitcoin because I made it up about Bitcoin. Now, all right. So let's uh, pound that like button and <laughs> let's talk about uh, middlemen out there. You know, Bitcoin is supposed to be about disintermediation. Hey, but the normies, they aren't disintermediating. They still have their financial advisors. I, I mean, I had a guy talk to me the other day about his, his like 70-year-old uh, financial advisor said it was still vaporware and that it's going to crash. It's going to go to zero. So many financial advisors are never, are never going to evolve. But they're going to they're gonna get old and pass away and it doesn't really matter. Okay? They don't need to. 
their class. I mean, they really should if they want to become wealthier, but whatever. Uh, but according to uh, this article here and Bitwise, more fan financial advisors are allocating funds to cryptocurrency. Crypto index provider Bitwise surveyed a group of financial advisors and found that is there is a rapidly growing interest in cryptocurrency. So the younger ones, they cannot avoid this. 1% of your portfolio in the Bitcoin, yeah, that's a pretty good idea, I, I think. Uh, and you know, they got to they gotta impress their, uh, their clients somehow. They got to make it look like they're actually doing something for their clients. So, I mean, their clients are seeing this on the news now, and they're going to be asking about it. They can't avoid it. They can't. I mean, some of them can say, oh, it's worthless. But I, I think it's it's becoming pretty obvious uh, that, that it's not worthless. And so good for them. Um, they're well, I mean, they're they're preserving their industry because if if they were not to, to add Bitcoin to their, I mean, plenty of people would drop uh, them. So but some are will be dropped. Some refuse. Some are stubborn. Hey, that that's uh, that's their uh, that's their prerogative. Uh, and it's your prerogative if you think you need someone to manage your financial portfolio. Okay. Um, I, I strongly disagree with that. I think people should, uh, I mean, we're, we're living in this all, why third party anything anymore? Okay. Get rid of the disintermediation. Uh, Gary Gensler, um, who I have been told is cool toward Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. The Biden is to name Gary Gensler as the uh, United States uh, SEC chair, sources say. And I'm going to link to that below. People are saying this is good for Bitcoin. All right. Let, let's wait and see. A at least it's not some regulatory hawk, okay, who has been quoted as hating Bitcoin and wanting to, to, to try to stifle and, and help the people by, by adding regulation. This is a, this is a good appears to be a good move or there could be a lot worse moves. All right. I, I don't, I don't believe in the sec at all, but it, it's not like Joe Biden's going to get rid of the sec. So it, it, putting a guy that might be a fan of Bitcoin in, in, in charge of the sec. All right. It's, it's, it's newsworthy at, at the very least. Uh, and I am going to uh, check into uh we're going to talk about long-term capital gains in one second and short-term capital gains here in, in America. I'm just seeing if there were any questions. Uh, no, there's a lot of people chatting over there. Uh, I can hear you twice, Bitcoin Meister. Uh-oh. Uh, am I uh, – can people hear me all right? All right. Very good. Now uh, – no, no. People can hear me fine. So uh, moving, moving on to taxes here. Because people want to hear about taxes or people want to hear about ignorant traders. <laughs> There's an article that came out at Decrypt.co the other day. And one big reason to hold Bitcoin is for lower taxes. And that people don't know this yet. All right. It just shows you, I mean, how much trading is thrown out there. People don't and how impulsive people are. I mean, this isn't a big secret. They're, they're writing an article about it because, unfortunately, it is insider information. If you hold your Bitcoin for over a year, you're not subject to uh, short-term capital gains taxes, all right? You are subject to long-term capital gains taxes, which are much more friendly than short-term ones. If you sell, trade Bitcoin, and go back and forth every day into the fiat realm, you 
have to pay short-term capital gains, all right? You and, and it's all recorded there on Coinbase, okay? There's no – so, yes, this is one of the obvious benefits of having a long-term strategy, treating it like a savings account. I mean one year isn't even that long. Even impulsive people can hang on that long, all right? But it's people – people don't get that. It, there's a big difference between long-term capital gains and short-term capital gains. Unfortunately, I, I would assume the next administration – is going to turn is going to probably make uh, long-term capital gains uh, taxed more. But in the United States of America, it, it's it's a year. You know, have a patience for at least hey, you should have patience for at least four years. Okay, learn about the having, learn about the two hundred ten thousand block theory. All right, but in terms of taxes, I mean, it's it's pathetic that this article even needs to be written, um, and that it's seen as for some people as like a realization. Oh, I didn't know that before. Oh. That, that's why trading's bad? Yeah, that's one of the reasons trading's bad. You're getting taxed up the yin-yang compared to being a freaking holder of, of the darn stuff. Unbelievable. But uh, yeah, that people like to gamble. 80% are going to 80% impulsive. Now, and he, here's a guy who's I'm not a fan of. He's got a good theory out there, though. Uh, as gold crashes, Jim Cramer says money is all going to crypto. Now, I don't know if, that, if this is true. All of it, all of the gold. But but I do have a – it brings up a serious question, right? How can anyone want gold now? I mean seriously, what is the point of gold in this age of Bitcoin, which is unconfiscatable, uncensorable, and uh, of course uninflatable? All right, what, what, people still ask me about gold. People in the comments are like, yeah, I'm still diversifying into gold. Dudes, look at it. Where the whole world – Socially, uh, economically, we're going through things that we have never gone through before. It's unbelievable, and I think it's it's great to be alive. I mean, these are exciting, inter- these are interesting times. Okay, the interesting times to say the least. Which all the gold bugs have been saying for years and years. This is the moment that gold would soar. Bitcoin is living that dream. Okay, it's a nightmare for gold right now. It's our. It's ancient. It. This is the era, the predicted era of from 1980 that 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 uh, Doug Casey was talking about. This we're, we're living through it. Okay, all right. People are there's people are panic stricken all over the place, and they shouldn't be. I mean, you should be calm as a cucumber, a long term thinker, have your Bitcoin, and I mean, enjoy life, travel around the world. Like I mean, it is an awesome time to be alive. But most the 80 percenters are hysterical. All right. And so, and people, where are people buying gold? Are people going to the gold shop and, and putting gold under their pillow and everything? And no, 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 no. It's Bitcoin. You see it. This is part of the reason that Bitcoin is, go- is doing what it's doing. I mean, it's part of the cycle, obviously, but it's part of everything, the interesting times that we're living in, okay? Because of the money printing is straight in your face now. No one's hiding anything. Everything is out there now. Everything is out there uh, that people just know. The people that are throwing everything out there, they know that the 80 percenters just don't care and that you can lie to them and that you can say inflation is happyflation. Remember, I made an article about that. When when we start to really notice the inflation, they'll say, no, 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 you're not allowed to talk about that. You're not. We're deplatforming you. And it's happyflation. Inflation is good. If you say inflation is bad, well, then you're off the platform. OK, okay. I mean, and there they can do that. If people are, I mean, people are, are <laughs> they believe anything that an expert is, it tells them, okay? But again, we live in this era now, all right? We live in this era where Bitcoin is a security truth machine. There really is no other truth out. I mean, it's very hard to find truth in, in, in other places. 
Um, and yeah, but people still, and so people still ask me about gold. How can you, how can you, this, this is where it was supposed to perform. It's not, it's not going to happen. Bitcoin is living its dream. Bitcoin has replaced it. Please, please. And then you talk about the silver stackers. I mean, if you really need a brutal lesson in this, go to Andy Hoffman's feed where he gives you a New York slapdown every day on freaking precious metals. Okay. All right. He was in the precious. He evolved. He understood in 2016 this, this precious metal thing. Eh, it's not for me anymore, dudes. I mean, I could go down with the ship or I could become take myself to a whole new level. Have fun staying poor, he basically said back in 2016 and 2017 to the precious metals people. And I, 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 I hope, I mean, there were plenty of golden holders that got into Bitcoin. And that is great. They had that mentality. Okay. And then some of them totally transitioned and like, okay, if I want a golden hold, you do it with Bitcoin now. Okay. Now, the people over at, uh, I'm going to, ch- I see people chatting over there. Let me see. Uh, um. Blake Anderson is is in the house, which is really awesome. He says, just heads up. I got banned from Twitter, so you got to email me. Okay, now I I hope this is really Blake Anderson. Uh, His email is is in the chat. Um, And uh, yeah, I believe it's him. I'll contact him there. Uh, Yeah, man, that's amazing. You got uh, banned from Banned from Twitter. That's unbelievable. He, of all people, this man—he's um, not controversial. He—he—he he, he retweets. He retweets stuff of of uh, of smart people. He is incredibly smart. He's a great family man. This is an incredible. He's a, a wholesome man, and, and he gets banned from uh, Twitter. I mean, this is what happens. So, uh, yeah, but they—they they can't take your money. That—that's the thing. You'll always be able to support your beautiful family with your Bitcoin that you, I mean, you've been in this thing for a while. So uh, I'm sure you'll just laugh it off, uh, Blake Anderson, and hopefully we can get you back on the show uh, very soon. Blake is a very busy person. I try to get him on the show all the time, but he is, he, and he wants to come on the show. Trust me. Um, he's in the chat, obviously, um, but uh, he is very busy uh, with, 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 with the family. Uh, all right. Um, and, and, you know, he's in motion, man. Now let's, uh, Let's um, let's move on. That's, that's unfortunate, and the it, I, I'm sure Blake would be on the other platform that starts with a P. But Amazon, uh, you know, cut them out of the picture. I am on that other platform at Bitcoin Meister that starts with a P. It will be back. That other platform that starts with a P. Um, it, it will be back. Don't worry. Just you got to be patient. You got to be a long long term thinker. I mean, if if Blake got um, kicked off of. Uh, Twitter, then, I mean, Tone will get kicked off of Twitter. I mean, there's no doubt about it then. Um, if, if Blake, I can only imagine what got him kicked off. Uh, because if it, and not that anyone should be. I mean, they can do what they want to do. They can do what they want to do, okay? I love what Blake Anderson tweets. I love what Tone Vase tweets. Um, these these are both long-term uh, Bitcoin guys, too. It's, it's no coincidence. No coincidence. And they're not they're not scared uh, when, when the uh, – Government or, or big tech tells them to be scared. They're, they're not scared of anything. Um, as you should have a strong hand like me too. And as I am not scared of it. I've seen it all, baby. Now, what do, what do we have here? Uh, we talked about uh, young people are, uh, what is this? Oh yeah, we talked about the taxes. Let's talk about, yeah, we talked about Kramer. Oh yeah, the $600 I'm going to talk about. These uh, bite tree guys. And I, link, I already linked to this. 
Then there's a $600 STEMI check, a payment to low and middle income U.S. citizens. Okay, it's not exactly that, uh, which has been arriving over the holidays. It seems plenty of this is headed straight for Bitcoin. You can see in yesterday's U.S. session a little more activity than usual in the $600 zone. If you've ever wondered how central bank money printing ends up in the likes of Bitcoin, there it is. And this happened last time, too. When we got the $1,200 checks uh, you know, over at Coinbase, they were getting much more $1,200 activity than they usually get. So they're getting uh, – people are noticing more, many more uh, – a few more six hundred dollar uh, Bitcoin purchases than usual. It's it's no coincidence. It's that that is the reason why. Uh, I will say this. I I've said for some time that it's it's not retail that's driving this right now. It's the the corporations, the institutions that that just see the money printing and they, they're ahead of the curve. There 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 are plenty of newbies though that because the mainstream media did talk about it that it got to an all time high. Uh, to, now now that it got to forty two thousand dollars. They, they got interested, okay? And so eToro has seen an unprecedented demand for our services from new users. To manage demand and ensure our existing community of 17 million registered users can continue to access our services uninterrupted, we've temporarily increased the minimum deposit for new users to $1,000. So they had to turn people away, basically. They had to turn people away. Now, of course, when you own quote unquote, own an eToro, you really don't own Bitcoin there uh, from, from what I've heard. And you, you get into the trading nonsense over there. And this does, uh, it makes me wonder that, uh, you know, we saw a Bcash pump also. And that if there is dumb money, and then that's, a, that's not a nice way of saying it, but hey, let's say it that way. If there's dumb money that is now coming in through the retail channels, that's not even properly owning it, that that's why uh uh, Bcash pumped because you, you could definitely tr and there's confusion. Maybe some people say, "Oh, Bcash, it's just a bit." You know, I'm not going to read uh, it's some cash version of Bitcoin, whatever that. They don't do their own research. Uh, and PayPal, PayPal's uh, buy crypto at PayPal. Remember, it's not just Bitcoin; it's Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bcash also. That probably has something to do with the, the, the Bcash pump. I really don't care. Um, I, I I do know. That, you know, the, the top tier altcoins, first of all, Ethereum is better than Litecoin and Bcash. There's no doubt about that. But Litecoin and Bcash get thrown in a lot with, with Bitcoin and Ethereum. PayPal reaches many, many people. And I give, I want to end it with the dudes in Los, well, they're not, the, they're the dudes from Bitcoin Magazine who have all been, many of them have been on the show before, Christian and other guys. And uh, they're trying to be very open about the Los Angeles Bitcoin conference that they wanted to host. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, California has been ridiculous lately. And they have a strong hand in terms of they're going to host an in-person event. And I love that. And I have a ticket for it, all right? I will be there if all goes well. But they, they are saying, I'm going to read this, it's linked to below, announcement, we are self-imposing a deadline for January of January 31st for whether we will postpone or move locations for the Bitcoin 2021 conference. Please be on the lookout because they canceled the 2021, the 2020 last years. Please be, and that was because of all the ridiculous stuff going on. Please be on the lookout for a final decision on January 31st. And in the meantime, to the moon. So 
dudes, you guys are awesome. Yes, in-person events 2021. Pound that like button. And that, let me just see if there were any other questions over there. So, uh, someone says Tone is going off the deep end. No, he's not. No, he's not. I think he um, I think he puts too much uh, – the, the the president of the United States is not as important as Tone makes the president of the United States out to be. There are other ways of dealing with the situation. We can't we can't make it all about one dude here. OK, there's a lot of different things that are going. on. So I think he leans toward making it about one dude a little bit too much. But uh, no, Tony is, is a guy who uh, it, it loves uh, loves freedom and, and such. And I, I just let, speak your mind. He should be able to speak his mind. We're living in, you know, the, the screaming Karens. Their default is they don't like what someone like Tone says. So they're like deplatform, deplatform. We are living in a and private companies. They can they can deplatform. They they can censor whatever you want to call it. But we're clearly living in and Ben Shapiro talked about this the other day uh and i'll talk about this on another show um i haven't done a beyond bitcoin i gotta do a beyond bitcoin show soon i guess um no we're, we're living in that the culture has become a culture of deplatforming, where that's the default and that's sick that's sickening that's just it's sad that people can't debate and people get offended by ideas and instead of dealing with those ideas or just ignoring those ideas they want force upon those ideas government force okay centralized authority force to shut down ideas that they don't like and that's pathetic that's pathetic and uh that's why you should you know i say twitter youtube they can kick me off that is fine that is their prerogative i am not going to encourage ever a private institution to to deplatform people i'm not going to do it i'm going to say they have the right to do it but i'm never going to cheer it on because I don't want to make it normalized in the culture. Because it's just when it's normalized in the culture, then it's normalized for the government to be authoritarian and to pick and choose the winners and to pick and choose who to silence. And that is a bad situation. All right. I'm at and that is not freedom. That is the opposite of freedom. And I'm about freedom. I'm Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember, uh, subscribe to the channel, the backup channel, etc. Um, just uh sportsmeister.com. Uh disruptmeister.com, techbalt.com. I'll see you pretty soon, dudes. Thanks a lot. It was a fun show. For those of you who missed four minutes of the audio podcast the other day, here is the missing four minutes about crypto dividends. Now, here's something I hope people really start to do. We've got these fudsters out there, and some of them have big followings in social media, and some have uh, big economic connections. And they try to point out problems with Bitcoin. They're like, well, it's inflatable. You, you could make more than 21 million of them. Uh, other, other cryptos count against, against Bitcoin. Is there, you can make a million different cryptocurrencies. Or it's, it's not really private. Or, or they're, the government is going to KYC it. And there should be a KYC Bitcoin to, to comply with the government because the government is going to shut down Bitcoin somehow. So I think the proper response to that is, okay, you're, you're talking this theoretical nonsense to me. Why don't you do it in the real world? Do it in the real world and fork off 
Go ahead, do an unfriendly fork of Bitcoin. You're saying this is all theoretically possible, that it's not private, that it needs to be KYC'd, uh, that there, there's going to be more than 21 million. You go do it. You go do it. Because right now your argument is totally theoretical, okay? And may, maybe someone will go do it. Maybe someone will fork off Bitcoin and, and make a, a – for. I, I think eventually someone will. But if enough of us give that response, instead of engaging them in these ridiculous arguments, just say – Okay, I, I, you're telling me something that's theoretical here. Go and, and see how this works in the wild, okay? You go and do it. Fork it off of Bitcoin. Make it inflatable. Make it KYC. Make it whatever you're, you're arguing for that, that makes Bitcoin so weak or, or whatever that they, you know, you're trying to say people shouldn't buy Bitcoin for this reason, that reason, the other. Well, then just do it. Just do it because this theoretical stuff. Yeah, I've lived through it plenty of times. Let compete. Don't complain. You're complaining with theories. Go compete and and fork off. Make your unfriendly fork. And of course, I, Adam Meister, I know um, that that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I've seen Bcash come and go, uh, at, which was the first unfriendly fork. And Bitcoin will do fine. So if you truly have confidence in Bitcoin, which which I do, of course, you should encourage un unfriendly forks in, in this in this manner. Okay, first of all, it'll save you a lot of time arguing on social media with these people. Um, and uh, yeah, just just let's see how you how you perform in the wild, dude. Fork it off, get some big money investors out there to, to back you up, and we'll see how how you know if Bitcoin is as bad as you say it is, uh, because your your new Bitcoin. Uh, your wannabe Bitcoin will have the qualities that you say Bitcoin uh, and is weak on. Now there are going to be some uh, Bitcoin uh, Bitcoin Inquisition people that that think this is this is horrible. This is what I'm saying. Uh, you know, oh, Adam, how can you encourage unfriendly forks? Well, first of all, dudes, you guys make it your job to quote unquote protect Bitcoin. So, of course, you guys will uh, speak up against these fake Bitcoins and you'll be the protectors and the defenders of the, of the virtuous Bitcoin. And you'll, 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 you'll get to say, you know, you'll, you'll get to do your Inquisition thing even more. You'll have a real target out there, these, these uh, friendly, unfriendly forks. So you should be happy with unfriendly forks. Now, of course, I'm happy with unfriendly forks because I, I just turn it into more Bitcoin because they're all these sucker MCs. That immediately they want to be involved with whatever they think is the next Bitcoin, and they believe some of this FUD stuff. So if someone makes a, a fork of Bitcoin that is based around some FUD on Bitcoin, oh, they'll buy right into it, and I'd be and I will be happy to sell those people because I mean this is where the big boys play. If you haven't gotten it by now that Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin, okay, and you want to buy some wannabe Bitcoin. Some uh, unfriendly fork Bitcoin. That's your decision. You will learn the hard way. If you haven't learned from the Bcash thing already, I, I mean, I don't know what to say. So I, I, I love such situations when these unfriendly forks come about. And I, I hope another one comes about tomorrow because I know Bitcoin is so strong. You know, come on. I know Inquisitionists. Oh, I'm, I'm, it's hearsay. What I'm saying. It's horrible. What I'm not hearsay. It's uh, I forgot the term. Uh, but uh, no, big, big, I, I would love to turn an unfriendly fork into Bitcoin to get myself more Bitcoin because one of these haters gave me one of their unfriendly fork coins.